Man, so today as we talk about stress, I think we got a lot of really good responses from um, listeners and people just reaching out. Um, Let me just double check here as I roll through. I wrote three of them down. Three ask me anything questions I thought were really solid. Let me just double check to see if any came through in the time. Um, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, while you're doing that, I mean, you know, why don't we talk for a second? How do you deal with stress? And is there anything outside of just floating? Um, I don't know, man. I just try to stay as grounded as possible, if I'm being honest. Um, when we first started, I said, like, how the world doesn't care. You have to come to that understanding that the world doesn't care. And, like, my emotions, while I may feel them and they're valid and frustrating at the same time i think it's real important to understand like okay let's just work on a solution let that that stuff go you can feel it you can be mad and depending on who you're around in the situation depends like how much of that steam you can let out like when i'm here with you i can absolutely share more frustrations than when somebody like a new guest comes in yeah like it's just the way it is um and i think it's knowing when is appropriate and being aware of who you're around because at the same time as we were talking before we uh, started recording you can absolutely vent to the wrong person and screw up their perception of you um so i think it's yeah absolutely uh like to pull the string and bitch and complain like everybody else but i think ultimately when it boils down to it it's like what's the solution here what's really stressing me out am i afraid of something um, my not handling something, my not living up to responsibilities or expectations, my letting someone down. Those are my main stressors that come to um, light. But what about you? Um, I try to meditate every day, but I think, you know, similar to how you were saying, staying grounded and working with solutions, I, I really believe uh, everything happens for a reason. So I try and remind myself of that because even if something that's negative happens you know um it may be preventing me from like a worse situation um like you know i'm not going to name any names sure. but, like someone very close to me you know didn't have their license yet i was teaching them to drive and they got pulled over by a police officer while i was out of town and you know we always like to think that and you know they didn't even actually have to the cop never even showed up to court everything worked out well we always think that that prevented like a major accident because the person shouldn't have been driving yet so that's that's the way i i try and stay level-headed and deal with stress i may not be able to see the reason in the moment some things are more obvious than others but it usually always makes sense yeah what i read a really neat article about the people who missed their trains and called into work sick on 9-11. Yeah, it was a very good article. It was a very telling thing of something where, like, your day starts out and you're like, car battery's dead. Here's one. Me and Hope were getting pool chemicals the other day and our car battery died. The pool store is less than, like, a mile and a half from our house. Mm -hmm. Um, But we had to go get Eli there was there's some spinning plates there um and it's just one of those things where in my head it was like okay this absolutely sucks and 
the guy from the pool store knows us and gave us a ride home. Like, everything worked out well. But at the same time, I was thinking, like, I wasn't supposed to be over on that side of town to pick him up with hope. There was something that I was not meant to be there and that my wife came through and picked him up, which, I mean, it fucking sucked because she had an event. I had to call her out of a meeting, and I never call anybody. So she knew when I called, like, the, the person went in and got her. Um, but in my head, I was like, yeah, that absolutely sucked. It inconvenienced my wife, and she was wonderful about it. But at the same time, it's like in my head, I was like, just let it go because I wasn't supposed to be over on that road at that time with hope. So, yeah, yeah man, it's, it's a smart, it's a very wise thing to understand. I don't know if that's uh, some type of, like, submission to the greater good of this is what's going to happen to me today, and I may not know the plan, but I'm just going to go with it and stay positive, which is interesting because some of the responses we got from our polls echoed the same thing. I was kind of afraid putting those out that, like, we're going to get a lot of repetition on this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, the, you know, there's something to be said about having, like, super unique answers and everyone's a special snowflake that's different. But the reputa- repetition also, I think it really shows us how connected we are. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it just shows that, like, you know, a lot of us are thinking on the same page. We may be in different stages or phases of actually acting on the things that we think and believe. But it shows us that we're we're thinking there. I forget what it is, but there's, like, this study on like it's like otters or monkeys on like one island that like to get like a clam they like have to break it a certain way and it took them like months to figure that out but then after they learn it monkeys of this or otters whatever the same kind on a different island that they can't communicate with figured it out and it's Mm kind of like that i always think about that in terms of like if you think of a collective consciousness or something like that it's a good it's a good view man I, i agree with you and it validates a lot of it too they're like oh okay other well-rounded adjusted people are kind of doing the same thing taking the same steps i don't have to break the mold i don't have to come up with some crazy answer so as you guys are scrolling through and you think you know what i don't have anything super unique or i don't have that uh, one in a million answer just throw it out there anyway guys um yeah i love the saying too uh there's nothing new under the sun you mm. know when when you start to understand that i feel like it can take pressure off of yourself yeah well said man i um looked at the you pay for parking no but we're in the middle of a podcast i'll just eat it dude do you do you not have the app no i got i'll I'll eat it (laughs) well guys troy just got a parking ticket oh dude i okay so stress levels is what we were talking about (laughs) I'm not stressing. Um, right on, man. That's part of the plan. So what we saw in all of the responses for stress, daily stress, it was real high, man. It was real high. Of all the answers, I put them all together, and it came out to 7.8. A lot of stressed people out there. That's on a uh, 1 to yeah. 10. I mean... Yeah, you know, it makes sense, though. Life in general is hard, and we're only now really beginning to exit one of the worst uh, crises that many of us have experienced. Yeah, it's 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 understandable, because then when we went through and uh, some of the causes, a couple of them were, you know, rather unique that I'll read, but 
um, we saw a lot of work, a lot of people stressed from work, a lot of money, you know, money troubles, relationships <laughs> seem to be more than anything. I actually thought money would be the number one money or work, but I don't know what that says though. Like I think out of all of them, relationships was number one. Um, work was a strong, like right behind it. And the third was money. Um, I think it shows that people care most about what's important in relationships is one of them. Like if that's going to stress you out, you definitely care about it Dude, that motherfucker. I do have time to move it. I should move it. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. This motherfucker just ran in front of a truck. (laughs) Troy. Troy ran out in front of a dude in a wheelchair, too. He'll know what this is when, uh, when he listens to it. Um, I'm going to try to walk over and see if he gets out of this ticket. I bet he doesn't. Um. 25 bucks. I'll eat it. They usually walk down this way, then up that way. They park up there. Um... Good for you, man. Good for you. I thought, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you were like, I'll eat it. And I was thinking, man, that's like, it's 25 tacos. <laughs> Who gets $1 tacos? Listen, when you love tacos, you find them for a buck. Um, man. Man's going to light his joint. What in the fuck? All good. I don't think that's a joint, man. I think that was a cigarette butt that he picked up. The mean streets. Okay. <laughs> the mean streets. Um, sorry, man. I put my stuff over here. I was going to try to keep the ball rolling, but you'll just have to cut that shit. It'll be fine. It'll be funny. So I saved my car. I did not get a ticket. And now we're back. We are back in action. Man, yeah, that's one of those things where, like, you're saying I'm going to eat it. too. I'm glad you went and got that. I didn't even feel right about that when you said I'm going to eat it. Like I said, off uh, off mic, I thought that he, uh, he had already passed. I didn't know that he was going to turn around and go back up. That guy seems pretty cool, if I'm being honest. I was parked up front yesterday, right in front of the studio. I came back for the evening, and uh, he didn't check my car. Yeah, he said that I tattled on myself because I saw him walking by my car, and I wasn't there yet, and I was like, I'm going to move it. And he's like, I didn't even scan your car yet. You just tattled on yourself. <laughs> Motherfucker. So it makes me question, which I don't care. Is he really doing his job? Listen, man. He's our friend. He didn't give you a ticket. He could have been like, well, I'll give you 30. Like, some some of those folks, are, they got a tough job. They got a tough job. No one wants to do that. That'd be like working the desk at a repo place. <laughs> like... Yeah, man, fair play. This morning we had a situation where someone came in and first time in six years, like, it's happened. You really just have to maintain, like, an objective goal. People want to reach an agreement on both sides of the table. So it's important to be, like, understanding to their position, too. And I'm sure he was much more appreciative of you being like, hey, man, I'm moving, I'm moving, instead of, like, 
Uh, this fucking cop, like this uh, meter maid. Hey, bro, where's your little uh, skirt? Or <laughs> the things that those people probably have to put up with and deal with. He was probably just as appreciative of you and your demeanor as you were of him not giving you a ticket. Yeah, I mean, you know, no matter what, like, if he's doing a shitty job, he's a person. <laughs> There's yeah. no reason to just make him feel terrible. I've worked plenty of jobs I didn't like. I yeah. It doesn't, it makes me feel worse if someone wants to make me feel bad. Yeah, dude. So, all good. That worked out. Um, relationships, money, work. Those pretty much dominated the topics of main frustrations. Which one of those sits most with you? Like, what am I most stressed about? I mean, I I would probably, if I had to pick one, I would say work. But it's like work and money are together. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm at just like a transitory point in my life, which is good. I'm just in the middle of it. Um, honestly, relationship, like... Might not even make the top 10 if I had mm-hmm. to like pick stressors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's it's um, it's one of those really interesting things where it, it seems very. I was surprised we didn't get a lot of family. Maybe people are including that in relationship, or you had a separate. No, that's the thing with Instagram. I wish they could do like multiple choice and you could select multiple choice, but you can only do quizzes and give a right answer. If you want to list, like, multiple things, you can't uh, do, like, multiple selections. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. And limited us. So, you're right. That's a good That's a good move that uh, it was maybe in relationships. But a couple of the things that I thought were really interesting that came that were very unique. Um, someone wrote in what stresses them is certain mindsets and not setting boundaries. I could probably reply, reach out and see if they meant boundaries for themselves or boundaries for others. But I thought that was a pretty insightful, almost way to recognize that you're going to be stressed. When you realize boundaries have been crossed and you haven't set boundaries, you know that like, okay, stress is right around the corner. And also being self-aware enough to understand which mindsets you just don't jive with. Mm -hmm. The other one? I've heard this before and I can understand what to wear every day is this as a stressor for this person I mean no judgments I I I can't feel that way (laughs) but I mean look not being like sex or anything I assume that that's a woman and you know if it is you know they it's it's totally different because of the way that you know men especially makes makes women feel that they have to be dolled up and whatnot so a guy in pretty much any profession can just throw on the same thing even if you're like on wall street you can wear a blue suit and tie every day and it's just fine yeah it was it was a female too you were right it wasn't uh it wasn't a guy but absolutely man i think it's one of those things where a lot of people put value in what clothes you're wearing and how you look and that's just the society we live in for better or worse it's what it is especially for women um 
but yeah, I thought there were some really a couple insightful ones. Like I said, the mindset and not setting boundaries was relatable, I think. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll just leave it that, man. I think a lot of it is, uh, I think mindset can encompass it. But uh, yeah, to me, to me, it sounds like that person that was talking about externally, you know, it's like talking about other people's mindsets and other people's boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I was chatting with somebody that got out of their float the other night and we were talking a bit about the complexities of just communication and words we use and how you how your relationship to that word is different than my relationship to that word. But I mean this and you understand that and how difficult it is to relay and download a uh, I guess complex thought would be the only way. It's not straightforward of like, hey, man, I'll tell you, like, my favorite color is green. Straightforward. Declarative. Done. All right, Dave, well, what do you think about uh, the current climate of social justices? Oh, fuck, man. Now I got to struggle to find, like, terms that are palatable to you that relay the same thing. It's just a more complex thought that uh, yeah. I, I think it's really good to understand. So when you're thinking of mindset, just that open mindset is probably one of the best ones. Just accept people for who they are. And if you don't, I could absolutely see how that mindset would be horrible. <laughs> but um, how people get through stress, I think, is just as important. And um, a lot of good things, man. A lot of good things. How do you deal with stress and manage it when, when it's all said and done? I mean, like I was saying before, just kind of knowing everything happens for a reason whether that's the reason is very obvious in the moment or not and um, you know meditation like I sit and meditate every day but I also I try and just breathe throughout the day just because my, my mind can easily just like go off on millions of tangents about mm. nothing and creating fantasies and whatnot so I just try and stay centered in that way as much as I can always bringing my focus back to my breath it's a great tip, man. It's a great tool. Some things that came through, um, one was just pretty straightforward, taking a break or a step away from the stressor, just compartmentalizing it, giving yourself some room and some space that I don't have to think about this right now. I can just, you know, exhale, breathe, and uh, return to it with a clear mind. Taking, um, let me see. Oh, Another good one, reminding myself that I don't need to feel guilty. That's a good one. That's a very good one, man. That guilt thing's a motherfucker. But just reminding yourself consciously that this one is, I believe, the person that mentioned their boundaries too. So that if you're setting boundaries for others, maybe that you don't have to feel guilty when you uphold them or enforce them. Yeah. How important is that? I think it's it's very important because, you know, you have to know yourself and what you're capable of tolerating and you can't feel bad, you know, for being that way. That's that's who you are. And I think that that also um, runs like along a similar line of like, you know, forgiveness, like just because you do that and the other person is the way they are, it doesn't mean that you have to be upset with them. You know, mm-hmm. even if what they're doing is wrong or bad, you know, forgive them. It's just going to stress you out more to get upset or bothered by it. Right on, man. I, some more that were shared was 
look, man, it, com- it comes back. And with, with the responses that we had from our last interactive episode, CBD, a lot of folks shared that they use CBD to help stressful times. Um, yeah, we've, we've covered this and we did our last interactive note, uh, episode on it. It's super important guys. If, if you think that's something for you or you're sitting on the fence, do your research. There's some really good brands that I know Troy works with directly. We've had Addison from follow the trees. There's a lot of resources out there. And if enough people say it and you're sitting on the fence, give it a try, do your research, find high quality stuff. Um, and talk to the person providing it. As we heard from an upcoming episode with Alex from Laboratory of how important, we heard it from another wizard too, the importance and quality of product is by far like most important. Don't get jazzed in with any crazy claims. Look for the things that are important, do your research and give it a try. I mean, it's one of those things, man, collectively, enough people say it. If you're sitting on the fence, it might be worth a try. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's it's harmless. So you know, give it a try. Yeah, man. Um, a couple other ones. This one came in. Three of them came in from uh, one person. He said, "Run, marijuana, and float." <laughs> I love I love the simplicity, and I love all three. Exercise is very important, and you know that's a general stress reliever. Not only physically, if you're like carrying from carrying yourself all day if you are overweight, et cetera. And also mentally, you know, um, hits those endorphins. Just gets you going. I love the guy who wrote that. I absolutely love him. He is such a good soul. And, and you nailed it on the head. He lives, he has a pretty complex job, but his life that he shares is simple. Just simple and very defined and, He's a really interesting guy that, um, yeah, you're, I'll have to share him with you, but you're right. There's that simplicity. Um, couple other ones. We have, uh, nature walks. Dude, how important is that? I mean, shit, we're in today's like climate where we're indoors all the time. Just, you know, being outside in any capacity is important. Mm. I need to remind myself that regularly. Yeah. It's just like, man, being out in that sunshine, you just feel differently. There's something about, like, the heat on your skin and just being out and feeling feeling that energy. Um, Reiki. Did the wizard say that? No, not from the wizard. Okay. That was from a couple people. I, I think it's one of those things, and we do get into it a couple future episodes down the line with the wizard. Um but yeah, Reiki, kind of the same thing with the CBD guys. We uh, definitely feel the importance of finding a good provider. And some of them, you know, are absolutely phenomenal, can do really great things for you. We also have low stress environments, aka float tanks. Yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> that's an interesting one. I mean, are there any more like specifics to that? Like what what? What? Because I feel like a low stress environment is different from person to person. Stimuli, low stimulus environment. So, being in a place that's just quiet, not okay. low stress, just low stimulus. Not uh, like I've had guests come out and you know as we're finishing up, like, hey, what do you got going on the rest of the day? And some of them be like, Jesus, I got to go down to the strip. This was not planned well. <laughs> like. Sometimes you can just have um, too much going on. 
So yeah. this person, I think it would kind of pair well with a lot of the other folks that said nature walks, just being outside where it's quiet and where, you know, it's outside. But yeah, man, those are things I think are really helpful all around. Um, the breathing techniques, counting, distancing yourself from the stressor, even if it's just for a little reprieve, um, Reiki, running, exercise, floating, marijuana, CBD. Um, man, I really love all of these tools that people share with us because if somebody's going through it right now and they're like, well, fuck, I don't, I don't know what to do. Maybe CBD will work or maybe I'll look into some breathing techniques or maybe I'll just, you know, go for a walk. Run marijuana float. Run marijuana float. That run marijuana float. That's a t-shirt. Dude, I can't wait to, if you, yeah, I'll make sure your guys' paths cross. You'll really appreciate him. Okay. On to the meteor part, sir. We are looking at the questions that came in. Question. Had some really, really great ones. We picked three of them. Um, listen, guys, we'll answer anything. It doesn't have to be about floating. It doesn't have to be um, stress. It's just one of those things where if you want to ask us anything, relationship, money, Troy does day trading, um, work on social media, I run a business, I have kids, I'm married. Troy has a partner for uh, three, years? three years, right on. So like whether you're thinking of like, uh, I just got this crazy re- relationship question or I'm wondering what I should do with some money or listen, we're not going to bullshit you. And if we don't know the answer, we're not going to tell you anything wrong. But if you can toss, what are our thoughts on aliens? Do you believe the they world's exist. flat? Yeah. I mean, feel through, feel free to throw anything out there for us. Um, we did get some, a lot of flow questions this time. And uh, which is totally cool. Happy to answer those. Just want to let you know you got plenty of options. Um, first one is not float related. It's based around stress, but it comes in from her name is Lydia Gibson. And it says, how do you stay in tune with your needs and not overload yourself day to day? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, you know, all right. I ate some some Chinese food the other night. Shout out to Lindsay's Infusion on the south side. That's definitely my spot. Mango chicken, never seen that on a menu anywhere. Anyway, I got a fortune that said when your self-worth goes up, your net worth goes up. And I feel like to balance your needs just is, you know, always putting yourself first in the sense of like for me to perform the best you know, I need to exercise, I need to meditate, I need to make sure my diet's on point. So, you know, there's a, and I used to be part of this, there's like a whole hustle culture where it's like, I'm going to wake up at 5am and I'm going to grind for 14 hours straight and I'm not going to eat. And if I stay up till 2am and then go to sleep and wake up at five again, like that's perfect. It's not. And I think it's important to recognize what you need. I do wake up at 5 a.m., but like I'm going to eat my protein bar before I go to the gym. And then when I come back, I'm going to make sure I eat my oatmeal, my after workout snack. And, you know, after trading and doing some editing for a little bit, I'm going to eat breakfast between 10 and 11. Like I just make sure that I get all those things with I don't sacrifice those things to work. Makes sense. Makes sense, man. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's a real tough thing for you to understand where your energy levels are. I think 
that stress is almost like drinking, right? If you are of that grind mentality and you're just going all the time and you see a little bit of results, you stay on that path. Just the way we all have that friend who thinks they get a little bit funnier the more they drink. (laughs) And it's like they just can't see it because they've had eight drinks. And from their perspective, they think they're the life of the party. But at the same time, they're not doing themselves any favors. The way that you're not doing any favors when you don't check in with yourself and say like, hey, am I just beat? Like today when you arrived, man, I just, I unloaded on you and you heard like, I've been, there's, it's just been one domino after another, but I have to understand that and check myself and find a balance. If you don't do that, if you just keep your head down and just try to plow through things without reassessing and reestablishing a baseline, boy, it's it's a snowball, man. It's a real snowball. Yeah, I I truly believe that we create our best of anything um, when we're feeling our best. You know, I I have like two things to tie this. Like, I'm an artist, and you know, um, I love the show Midnight Gospel. Um, which was created by Pendleton Ward and Duncan Trussell. And in one episode, every episode is philosophic conversations. And, you know, this, like, I forget who they're interviewing, but it's saying, like, you know, comedians and, like, people think that, like, if they recover, if they heal from their trauma, they're not going to be funny anymore. Or, like, in my case, we just like, if I heal, like, I'm not going to be good at what I do. Like, I'll write the saddest shit, but be smiling. Mm. You know, and I like it goes back to like I need to have my sleep. I need to not be hungry. I need to just feel good. And I think everybody is like that. Agreed, man. That's what like if if you you just have to take care of yourself. I think so. I mean, uh, Lydia, that's what we have for you. (laughs) I think it was a great question. Hope it helped. And drink water, everybody. Drink water. That is probably one of like number one things most people just don't do enough of. Yeah. Gallon a day, folks. It's it's so important, and, and people like scoff at it, like it's not. But if you're starting to feel like trash physically, think to yourself, when's the last time I had water? Yeah. Um, moving on. Numero two, Ryan Taylor. Ryan Taylor writes in and asks, "What's your recipe for the perfect float?" I feel like you're gonna be better at answering this. I mean, for me, like I don't. The float, the fact that I'm floating is perfect, you know, so all I got to do is put my little um, swim cap on and get in the tank. And in a future episode, we talk about this, like there's a point when you fully relax is when your head fully, your ears dip into the water when like it feels like, no, it doesn't feel like your neck snapping, but you know, your neck loses the weight. You're not holding your head up anymore. And once that happens, you know, that's when you start. I don't want to make it seem like you're not in your body or anything, but that's when you start going places, when Mm -hmm. you start, when you're able to do the work. And I mean, you know, like I said, the fact that I'm floating in and of itself is perfect because that's an experience that not everybody gets. Yeah. um, It's real difficult. That's a difficult because we put a, uh, that is something that's palatable. When you say the perfect float in my head, it's something we can relate to. I think first off you kind of take care of the mechanics you don't eat a big meal coming in i like to stick with like you know a snack i don't want to hear a plate of spaghetti digesting through my body while i'm floating um so i always 
I would suggest like a little bit of just a food a couple hours before. Don't don't have a big meal before you come in. And here's where it kind of splinters and you can take either side of the road. Um, there's times in my life where a perfect float for me is I come in with an intent where I have something spinning and I can't just get my arms around it. So I'm going to get into the tank for 90 minutes and figure it out. And I feel like I've accomplished something when I come out. To me, that's perfect. There's other times where that my battery is very low and it's like I need to be charged and I go into the float and think of nothing for 90 minutes and it feels like the best sleep ever. It literally feels like I go from the red battery icon to like full charge and not just, not energy, not in the way I want to come out and like run marijuana float, but <laughs> um, you just come out feeling completely refreshed and to me that's perfect. Now if we're talking about like, okay, I think... I know Ryan. He's an amazing guy, and I, I really like him. I think his mind, he's very, um, I think it'd be important to, I think he's looking for a recipe. So my recipe for the perfect float is to come in and, um, you know, float, but I think it's the things that are around that that you have planned. Like, don't go to the strip after you float here. <laughs> You'll be overstimulated. Don't go to Whole Foods or don't go over to Trader Joe's right after a float. Try to find... Yeah. You know what? Let's. I'll pair it. Jesus, Louise, these trucks. Um, being out in nature after a float. We're just continued. Um, uh, what is it? I was gonna say solace, but time with yourself. Even if you don't mm. go in nature, like you know, go back home, read a book, listen to a record, something like that. Um, right on. I mean, yeah, perfect float, man. Like I said, man, I picked questions that weren't necessarily definitive for us that we could talk about a little bit. And I think that was another banger. That was a good question. It Um, was. It was. Last one. This one came in from Joe. Joe P. Why don't we do couples floats? I mean, that's all you. I can't even. Well, it's so difficult to talk. Why? All right. Here's... Let's reframe that for your for you to share your thoughts. As somebody that floats here quite often, what or let's remove our studio from it. Let's say you moved to Nebraska and you go down to Main Street and there's a, uh, a float studio there, and they offer a couple floats. What do you think? As a consumer with a consumer cap on, I personally wouldn't really care but i mean i i could see like oh maybe there's some some freakiness going on in there that's the first thing that comes to mind man let me share with you a, a story um because it's one of those things where i mean automatically i think knee-jerk reaction is like all right there's some sex stuff going on yeah. right like okay we're both very well-rounded adjusted males that aren't pigs but we're going to go into a room with a shower and shower with our partner and get into this water, but we're not going to do anything funny. And then we're going to come out and we're going to shower again. And then 10 minutes behind that, another couple's going to come in. So like, let's take all of that. Let's just push it off to the shy because I think that's a natural reaction that people could understand of like, Oh, I get it. Why you don't. Here's the other thing. 
I've talked to, you know, talked with a lot of different studio owners around the country and stuff, and a lot of places that did do them have stopped. And some of the reasons, like, it's not all sexual. Imagine you're in there, and you get into a fight. Hey, move your arm. Hey, why are you bumping me? This guy said a girl dunked her boyfriend while she was in there, and they started, like, getting into it. Like, not good. Like, not wrestling, but, like, imagine being dunked in that. I'd be pissed. She sat up and dunked him. And the guy was like, that was the very last one we did. He said it ruined, it ruined everybody's experience. They were out in the lobby. Then they were like, he said it, it, there was enough things like that where he was like, I'm done. I've heard from other studios, of course, the sex stuff. Um, but there was another one that's, he also, so three stories, you got that sex stuff, you got, you know, fighting in the, in the middle of a float. Um, but then the third one was like, the, if one person doesn't like it and they get out, it essentially ruins it for the other. True. And so like, Joe, that's why we don't. <laughs> it's, it, it's too many variables. As someone too, that like has come here with his partner, mm-hmm. at least the last four or five times I've floated, we both agree. Like we wouldn't want to float with each other because the whole point is to be silent and to explore yourself. So it's like, I don't know, even, even if we went the whole hour together, like we're going to come be like, Oh, so how was yourself? Good. How was you, you know, it's like, we're not, mm-hmm. you're not experiencing it together. Yeah. So I, I don't really think that there's a point. So, I mean, yeah, that's what, like, I can share those perspectives as a business owner and why, our studio doesn't it's based in you know pretty much those three umbrellas um but as a consumer same man like it's important to i could understand why it'd be neat to share it with somebody but at the same time um boy you know bumping into somebody like as as somebody i wouldn't i think i'm more of taking my business owner cap and putting my consumer cap on, it just wouldn't be something I would want to do with somebody else either. Same. Like I think the benefits are afterwards when you sit and talk with your partner. Yes. Yeah. When you're both a new level of calm. Right. All right, guys, that's it. We're going to wrap for this. If we sound like we're whispering, we got people floating in the tank. We had a couple curveballs today and we love you to death. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, we appreciate everybody that reached out and participated. We love all of you, all of your answers and questions and stuff. Really, I mean, loving this new format. Um, anything for the people before we're out? Thank you so much for participating. And it's like you're on the show with us. We absolutely love it. Listen, guys, if you're stressed or you're tired or kind of with CBD, if you're it's something you've heard and you've heard floating is something cool that a lot of people do. Give it a try. Hop over to ScheduleYourFloat.com and get yourself right with 60 or 90 minutes of blissful relaxation. Um, can't hurt. Um, you'll feel good afterwards. And, uh, yeah, you'll feel a new level of calm. But for that, if you want to check out any of our other episodes, you can hop over to LevityFloatCast.com. It'll take you right to Spotify where you can look at any of our 30-plus other episodes with awesome people in Pittsburgh. We love you, and we're out. I wanna relax, relax, put my mind at ease Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need When life hurts, come down and flow to levity Let your problems wash away into serenity Whoa.